Hello, and welcome to the Wayback Chronicles podcast. My name is Keith Abbott, and I'm here with my lifelong friends, Steve McKelkey and Noel Kirsch. In the Wayback Chronicles, we discuss the greatest events that have happened from 1970 to the present. In this episode, Steve is going to take us down the memory lanes of 1998 TV and movies, or at least we're going to segue into some of those. This might be two episodes, but Steve, I know you got some good content for us, so take it away and we'll see where we end and where we begin next. Yeah. So thanks, Keith. And, you know, as I started to research 1990 is, by the way, I'm not sure what that word is. <laughs> not sure Sorry. what that word is either, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something other than pick fives. We're all a little bit rusty. Yeah, yes. Yeah, forgive us. Yeah. Well, Keith, thanks for that. You know, as, as I started to research 1998 movies, you know, late 90s is a blur to me. We were early in our professional careers and, and you know, uh, trying to make an extra dime wherever we could. And so, so I was like, God, you know, am I, am I going to remember any movies? And, and like, none of them really drew a blank. as an idea what was going on in that area, era. But uh, as I started to research, I actually thought of several moments that were the three of us uh, <laughs> revolving around some movies popped into my head, ideally. Um, a movie involving asteroids. Uh, I yeah. knew it. Yeah. That, I, then, oh man, my God. Let yeah, me. Yes. Let me. This was this was prime time. Noel, Steve, and Keith in our worst. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we were out of college. We all lived in Houston at this time. Uh, and and uh, and and you know, poor Noel's wife. God, God bless was, Linda for staying married yes, to Noel. Yes. My first year of marriage, man, was so rough. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah, so times. so uh, 1998 really was uh, a great year in movies, um, and just so many movies that that you can, as we go through this list, no doubt movies that you've seen three, four, maybe ten plus times in, in your lifetime since these movies have come out. Uh, so it's really impressive. Twenty five years later, just how many of these movies are memorable to us. So. So uh, basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the top 10 highest grossing films, according to Wikipedia. And the number one is the one we just, you know, alluded to as Armageddon. And I went down and missed a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, will you sing a song in my new movie? Wreck a cow. Wreck a sure, cow. Sure, <laughs> He said yes. Yeah, yeah. He said yes. That was yes. <laughs> you know, of course, you know, uh, you know, referring to Steve Tyler, you know, you know, you know, God bless that guy. He's. You know, got got a voice issue these days, so he's having to, I guess, take a semi-retirement take a from mm-hmm. from the music industry. And so, hope he bounces back. But no, Armageddon was the uh, number one movie in 1998, uh, highest world grossing at 553 million dollars, uh, which still today, wild. 25 years later, is a ton of money. And uh, so, uh, now. The second movie, Keith, I think you and I went to theater together. Maybe Noel was there as well. I can't remember, but Saving Private Ryan. Oh, I didn't see that with y'all. Yeah. Man. And uh, and I specifically remember Keith being there because the movie's over. And like we just sat there for a minute I afterwards. We're just like, wow. yeah. And, and just, and, you know, I, I still think about that moment every time I see it. You know, I, I feel like it's something I have to watch every year. Uh, oh, it's but, fantastic. Uh, I don't think I've seen Armageddon since. We all saw it together. <laughs> and of course, you know, we, we live it so often. I probably should go see it again. But oh, uh, man. anyway, Saving Private Ryan grossed $481 million that year. So, you know, almost a bill, over a billion dollars between those top two movies. That's that wild. I remember then when they had like a, before the movie even started, they had an 800 number because it was so realistic. They had an 800 number that they would talk about saying, if, uh, if you're a veteran and this affects you, 
because of its realism, it was so accurate historically with the, mm-hmm. the way they portrayed it that they actually had a, an 800 number set up for veterans. And I thought that was really cool that they yeah, did that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that they tried well to make done. it that accurate for us to feel like we were there and understood the magnitude of what was going on. And I tell you, I, I went to Normandy a couple of years ago. Have you all ever been? No, oh, man. Let me tell you, the the emotion just being there hits you like a ton of bricks. Like, I mean, not just like I got to see the the cemetery, but mm-hmm. going to Omaha Beach and walking on that beach and putting I mean, I, I took my shoes off and put my feet in the water, mm-hmm. you know, just just to experience that that feeling. And, and I'll tell you, man, there were I was one of them. There were grown men crying on that yeah. beach just with the overwhelming weight of what we knew happened there. And, you know, just, mm. I had to, inter- sorry to interject there, Steve, but it no, was just, fine. it was such an a, a important moment from my life when we were there that uh, I just, I'm so glad I got to, I hope y'all get to experience that. Cause it's, yeah. uh, it's, on the bucket it's, list. it's, it's yeah, amazing. It's, it's definitely a, a need to do. So yeah, anyway, I mean, go no, on. For sharing that, bud. Yeah, man. So as we look at number three, uh, overall worldwide was the movie Godzilla. And I've never seen this movie. It grossed $379 million. Have y'all hmm. seen Godzilla? No, nope. I don't know which one, wh- who acted in this one. I don't even know. Let's see. So it was produced by a Sony picture, TriStar. Um, huh? Oh, this is one with Matthew Broderick in it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, I don't think I ever saw that. I don't think yeah. I saw that one. I'm just yeah. quickly looking through the. The movies, but no, I didn't see it. But um, he seems too short to be Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. took some roids for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, did he? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> long <laughs> haircut, got a bad yeah. skin disease. For, yeah. yeah, for the movie, you know. Yeah, like kiss yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Because <laughs> <laughs> back then they didn't have special effects yet, so that's true. Did <laughs> the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that sequel that came out the next year, Godzilla's Day Off. that's an epic thriller right there it's where instead of he just cruises through the streets of chicago instead of rampaging you know (laughs) he was absent nine times nine Nine times times. (laughs) save godzilla So as we move on to the number four movie, uh, uh, a hilarious movie, no doubt uh, everybody has probably seen at least some point in their life, and it's called There's Something About Mary. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, <laughs> that is epic. There's so many of these breaking beans. Break the beans. The hair oh, gel thing is what oh. gets me. Like, oh, every yeah. Time. yeah. Every time. <laughs> Yeah, classic. I think that's Brett, the first time that Cameron oh. Diaz ever like came uh, jumped on the radar and yes, the world is that is that the earliest y'all can remember? Uh, her? It, it was either that or Mask. Mask, yeah, yeah, one of the mask. two. But they were they were there around that same time. So yeah, Brett yeah. Favre. <laughs> you know, Brett Favre hates that movie just for that reason. Oh, oh you know it so sure. Yeah. He's probably enjoying it until he saw. He probably walked out. Done. Heard this one too many times. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, number five overall was a movie, uh, uh, Bugs Life. I've never seen this one either, to my knowledge. Good stuff. Good stuff. Disney animated movie. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Just another one of those awesome shows that can showcase what that animation can do with Pixar, right? So pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, number six was another asteroid uh, themed uh, science fiction thriller, I guess. Uh, remember the name of this one? Yes, I do. It was um, crap. Uh, so <laughs> no, so an impact, deep impact. What a deep impact. Okay, a deep impact. Yeah, yeah that's the one where uh, they were all trying to rush to get to the top of the hill or, or top of a mountain or whatever. Yep. Okay, yep. Noah something or other, which is Noah. Yep, the, it was the name of the comet was the two kids, right? The discover, or the yes. kid and the scientist that discovered it. Yes. So that's right. I personally liked this movie better than Armageddon. Did but you? Armageddon had the hype behind it. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Well, gosh. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Bruckheimer. So. Didn't have Liv Tyler yeah. in it. So that didn't have that cow. Yeah. I mean, you know, what a year for asteroids. I mean, almost almost 900, a little over 900 million. And that's and wild. Revenue just for two movies on asteroids. asteroids. So maybe they should do that again. They should. <laughs> yeah. Was there a big prediction of like asteroids hitting Earth or something back then? Like what spawned off the whole asteroid movie? Is it just know. some idea that Hollywood came up with back then when they came up with ideas? Like they don't they do that anymore. Need but... a, probably just need like, hey, how can we scare the crap out of people, Humanity. the public by by uh, making them think about something they haven't thought about in a long time? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Asteroids. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't scared of asteroids until until independent or not independence day, but until that Armageddon came out now everybody's freaked out yeah, about it. Oh, yeah. good. New thing to be scared of. Yeah, we used to be yeah. afraid of questions. Now we're afraid of asteroids. Thanks a lot. Hollywood. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the number seven overall is, is another Disney f- uh, flick called Mulan. And I've never oh, seen this one. I saw it. So Yeah. The girls love this movie. I'm, yeah. I'm indifferent, so yeah. it's okay, but not my favorite. So yeah, yeah. take a pillow. So anybody that's really enjoyed Mulan, please feel free to live, leave us some comments about what you thought about it because um, it was okay. They had a, a remake that was live action a while back that I watched too. And again, it was really okay. Um, so what's next? <laughs> yeah. Keith is what happens when you don't have control of the TV remote at home. I, I do not. I've bequeathed it to everything. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I, I can't, I can't talk crap because I mean, yeah, if, if she who must be obeyed is home at that at the time, then, then, uh, then the TV remote is out of my hands as well. <laughs> she who must be obeyed. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number eight, uh, film was Dr. Doolittle. Uh, oh man. Yeah. And Eddie I Murphy. saw this one once I, I cannot think of what, what's even about. Oh, Eddie Murphy. That's right. Yeah. Wasn't this the one where, um, if, if I remember right, hang on. Is this the one where he, um, was able to figure out how to change his, um, to, to, like to make himself skinnier? No, that's, uh, uh, clumps. Um, Oh yeah. Hercules, Hercules. Yeah, oh, Hercules. Yeah. 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 So this was a different one. This is one. So where this where he, he's a, uh, he was able to hear what animals are saying. Starting oh, with okay. dog, okay. and then oh wow! He, so he would ask ask questions like, "What do you? Why do dogs sniff each other's butts?" <laughs> Somebody was on some <laughs> weed yeah. when yeah. they wrote that script. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. we got yeah. a great idea. Yeah, I got an oh, idea. Wow. Okay, yeah, that was what was the other one that he was in that was uh, nut, Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. Nutty yeah. Professor. Yeah, that Hercules. Hercules. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I need somebody to clean my colon. I clean my colon right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, baby's got gas. Oh, baby, a little bit of gas. Let's, let's move aside uh, Dr. Doolittle for the real Eddie Murphy movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably if you were to rank all of Eddie Murphy's you know, highest grossing films, this is probably not the front runner by any probably means. Not. Probably not. Another professor? No, Doolittle. Oh, there. yeah. No, yeah, Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. Doolittle, not, not at the top. Nope. Yeah. So, uh, a move, the next movie, number nine overall, is a movie I wouldn't see just purely on the the name of it, but uh, Shakespeare in Love is mm. is you know to me that sounds like nap inducing hour and a half. <laughs> I have to and agree. Yeah, two hundred eighty nine million that that year. Did you see that? No, I have not. No, I don't think I did. Linda may have seen it when I was over at over at, see, over at, uh, at our apartment house. playing Coach K or something. But yeah, I yeah. Probably. yeah. <laughs> then the, the outro. The... Oh, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Just like who's in it? Yeah. Hey, so Ben Affleck's in it. He had a busy year. This was directed by uh, hmm. John Madden. That's not the same John Madden that used to do. There's <laughs> <laughs> a guy that's yeah. in love with with. He's a, he's a composer. See and, and, and see, he's in love. <laughs> <laughs> the teleprompter is like right in circles, and yeah. right, this goes over there. Is it? See, they're they're at the ball, and, and he's she's at stage right here, and he needs to come from the left. <laughs> I tell you, Frank Caliendo does an excellent job. Oh, Madden. yes, I could listen does. to him do that all day. I think yeah. he does better John Madden than John Madden does. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. And he does the Brett Favre the best. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Favre, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Probably been beat up by Brett Favre. Um, I'm sure. Then the number uh, 10 is one I, I, I think I've seen. Uh, lethal Weapon 4. I mean, oh, wow. is there a, has there been another Lethal Weapon since? Since 4? Uh, I didn't know there was a 4. I didn't either. So it, it, it was, it starred Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, Joe Pesci. Rene Russo, like you can never have Joe Pesci and Rene, Rene Russo never in the same movie. They had always been in the same movie. Together. Yeah, like a pack like or it. something. And then they just took it to the next level and, and put uh, Chris Rock in this one. So Yeah, that's right. This was mm-hmm. the Chris Rock one. Yeah. Yeah. Whole uh, 52% Rotten Tomatoes score. Not Has there been any, was that the last of the series or was there more? That's I don't that, know. That one, like 14 or something. Lethal Weapon 4. Need the research department to come through for us. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll come on, wait on I'm, I'm submitting it. We haven't done this I'm in a while. We'll find out. We are rusty. So a few interesting notes as we look at the box office records. So Saving Private Ryan grossed, as we mentioned, $482 million worldwide. It was the highest grossing World War II film until it was passed in 2017 by a movie that I have not seen called Dunkirk. Oh my gosh! Have y'all seen it's such it? a great movie. Yes, it is so good. Yeah, man, have you seen it, Noel? Mm-mm. So, so oh, how wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry. You said, you said Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. Very good movie. Not even comparable, I think, to Saving Private Ryan. No, but, not at all. But, but I mean, pretty realistic, I would think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah. it's it wasn't there, but it looked pretty. It was it was pretty amazing. Yeah. It's one of those like little known stories from World War II that isn't told very often, but it sure is amazing. Very cool. Yeah. And the way yeah. they told it was really interesting because they did. Um, I think they 
air scene was was it three hours and then like they were it was told in like a, a section segments of three like three minutes three days and three hours and they somehow pieced the whole movie together so like the the water scenes were three days the mm-hmm. um the the land scenes were three hours and the plane scenes were three day minutes or something it was something where they mm-hmm. like put it all together in this really weird it was a typical christopher nolan jigsaw puzzle right mm-hmm. and uh, but it was done really well how it all kind of culminated together so pretty interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all research department just handed me a note. There were four lethal weapon movies, mm-hmm. but there was also a television series, which aired from 2016 to 2019, mm-hmm. just for FYI. Yep. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And there was uh, there's talk of a lethal finale, but there hasn't been anything done. They talked about that back in 2021 is the last time they talked about it, but. Yeah, I mean, when the last time you did one was that. 25 years ago. I think you've had yeah. your finale. I, I, I think I think the finale was back in 98. So <laughs> yeah, hang up, um, your, hang up your weapons. Yeah. So uh, just another note I thought was pretty cool. So the movie Titanic came out in 1997. So a year prior to uh, you were talking about, but it became the first film to gross over $1 billion at the worldwide box office. Uh, um, and of course, then later became, you know, best picture for the Academy Awards, all that stuff. But, you know, $1998 billion is a lot of money. Today, mm-hmm. that's your Powerball prize if you if you have the winning ticket right now. But uh, okay. if you're, by the way, I may have to go buy a ticket on this one. It's, it's finally made it, wor- made it worthwhile for me to play at $1 billion. So. Right. I, oh, I don't, and so, I don't, yeah, I won't win anything uh, less than a billion. Otherwise, it's I know. What's, what's the oh, point? Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. After taxes, it's like 10 bucks. Yeah. So, I got to correct myself. The research department corrected me. Dunkirk, it was one week out, one day out, and one hour out. That's okay. what it was. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It was pretty cool, though. Yeah. T- um, Titanic, we went and saw that in 97. Lynn and I went and saw that. And it was at one of the, anyway, one of the movies down the gallery area and after the movie was over, it was like real quiet theater filled with couples and mostly women, a couple guys splashed here and there and stuff movie ends. And it's like real quiet and everything. And I turned to Linda and it's real quiet in the theater. <laughs> I didn't realize I was speaking this loudly, but I turned to Linda and I said, well, there won't be a sequel. <laughs> 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 the guys laughed in the theater, but the girls all gave me a go to hell. Some people think it. It's one of those things where I thought it was just conversation between Lynn and I, but then yeah. I turned around and like everybody, like all these eyes turn around. <gasps> like, yeah, well, there won't be. That's awesome. Oh and my I'm gosh. Not bringing that back. <laughs> Yeah, looking at some of the award shows, uh, just to add a little bit more to the to the movie piece. Uh, so, uh, Golden Globes, the uh, uh, best film was Saving Private Ryan, uh, and they also for musical comedy was Shakespeare in Love. So, hmm. I guess Shakespeare in comedy or Shakespeare in Love is a musical, not a comedy. I guess. Ooh, God, this is double, like, double yeah, bad. Yeah. So good call on ever watching that one. Um, um, I think the only musical movie I can tolerate is is Grease. Yeah, and further proof, further proof that that Shakespeare in Love was not a movie we want to watch is because it, the Academy Awards identified it as as the best movie, best film. Uh, that's, so that's, that's all you had to say right there. Dead yeah. giveaway. It sucks. 
So I'll I'll say Noel that one and the Greatest Showman's the other one that I can watch. I was I was I was just about to add that. That is a that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. I Have you seen from, that, Steve? I don't. No, I haven't. Yeah, it's, I I highly recommend it. It is awesome. It's good. The mu- the yeah. music's the music's good. It's very well performed. It's about P.T. Barnum's life, but it's really good. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. If Rob ever wants to watch it, I'll get to see it. But uh, <laughs> that'll be the only time that happens. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, day I was like, hey, we should watch Dumb and Dumber. She's like, no, no we're not doing that. <laughs> Didn't get her to watch Tommy Boy. Gosh. Tommy man. Boy, man. Luke, yeah. I'm your I father. Am I interrupting playtime? It has a candy shell. I was probably didn't know that. Right, you know. <laughs> that is one of the best movies of all time. All that, time. You know, they really should have like a, okay, the Academy Awards, like the stuffed up, like the stuck up people. They really should have like the common man Academy Award equivalent where we vote Agreed. all the good movies that should win awards. So, yes, yeah. the yeah. people's, they used to be called the people's choice, but then yeah. that kind of got all stuffy. stuffy. They need a people's people's choice. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. you call it, but something not that gets taken over by the snobs. Yeah, um, no doubt. Anyway, good good run through, Steve. Yeah, you bet. So that is uh, 1998 in the movies. Uh, we want to come back for another one for talk about TV. Excellent. I think we should. I think right, so too. Let's do it. Thanks very much, Steve, for that research and uh, uh, for the 1998 movies. It was a good trip down memory lane. And um, some good movies there that brought back some good memories. So, good job, Steve-O. You bet, man. Thanks, man. Looking forward to the movies. In the TV. TV. Because we just did movies. I know. I'm sorry. You can't watch movies yep, on You did. TV You're now. like doing the time machine. It's a little bit. I, I, like I, I like it. I like it. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Bye. everybody. All right. Deuces. for listening to the Wayback Chronicles. All shows are written and produced by Noel, Keith, and Steve. Massive thanks to those who made these memories possible for us through the years. All songs, sounds, and effects have been attributed in the comments section and through links listed on waybackchronicles.podbean.com. We look forward to taking you way back again in the very near future.